All right. Hi, everyone. This is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Health Show. The show is for anyone that has a passion for making people healthier in the world. Really excited today to have a leader in healthcare on the show. We have a lot of leaders, but we specifically have Mark Sadler on the show today. He's the president and CEO at Bridge Health. He's done a lot. He's grown a lot of companies. He's done a lot in health. He's seen all the different dimensions. But the most important thing is I'm grateful to have him on the show to talk about his story. Mark, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Absolutely. Great to have you and great to have a conversation with you. Tell us a little bit about what made you into the person you are today. Okay. Well, I... um... I'm the sixth son of eight children. I have two younger sisters and five older brothers. I grew up in a family that was in the trucking business. And I decided I was going to do anything but be the sixth son that went to work for my father in the trucking business. I went to college, got a degree in marketing and finance, and I always wanted to be a product manager for Procter & Gamble. Mm. I decided I would interview with insurance companies because nobody would ever want to work for one of those. And I would interview there to practice my skills to get ready for Procter & Gamble. And in the process, I learned about an emerging business around group health insurance, Mm. that with the passage of ERISA, things were becoming self-funded and there were great opportunities. And I absolutely fell in love with the idea. And I took a much lower paying job with Great West Healthcare, Great West Life and Annuity at that time, Mm -hmm. and started as a group rep and let go of my dream of working for Procter & Gamble, and I've never regretted it. Um, I fell absolutely in love with the group health business um, and what was happening then, and it actually has sort of carried forward all through my career. What was happening then is, is companies were helping to unbundle the, the mystery of, ins- of insurance and helping employers who were paying these large amounts of money to insure their employees to understand the various components of the insurance product. And uh, I thought, where else are you going to be at, you know, in your early 20s talking about multi-million dollar deals with, with emerging companies. Some of my early clients were, you know, big movie studios and things like that. It was really fun. Mm. Uh, so I loved the idea of transparency and loved, uh, loved the, the entree into the business. And I have um, had a great career all through uh, because of that on both consulting sides as well as with large group health insurance companies, um, and now, of course, with Bridge Health. I love it. I love it. No, really fascinating background, and uh, glad you went the path that you you went down. It's a really interesting perspective and, you know, some great catapulting opportunities earlier on that have led you to where you're at today. Tell us a little bit about, so for our listeners out there, so I'm familiar with Bridge Health, but what what does Bridge Health do? And um, just love to hear a little bit about Bridge Health. Sure. Uh, Bridge Health is a surgical benefit management company. We connect um, patients to the highest quality surgical solutions in the country. Mm -hmm. We contract with um, surgery centers and surgeons who rank in the top quartile for their clinical outcomes. So, and this is third-party data that we use that identifies the best of the best by both facility as well as surgeon operating within that facility. These are for scheduled surgeries. We take that program to large self-funded employers who are looking to guide their members into high quality solutions today so that the surgery that's done is done correctly, done correctly the first time, 
Right. Um, and and that that member is not caught in a in a non-managed process where they're struggling through a system to figure out where they go have this done. Got we it. guide that member. We hold their hand through this entire process. We bring incremental volume and value to the surgeons that are excelling in their in their field. We're bringing uh, tremendous savings to the large employer who is paying the bill. That mm -hmm. savings is both on a per surgery basis, but also through quality. They they have lower revision rates. They have more surgical avoidances. Mm -hmm. Sometimes surgery is recommended and isn't necessary. There are other more practical and healthy things to do for the member than to go and cut. Uh, we make sure that that happens, and we guide the member in a way that they've never been um, carried through a process like this. To where that they're so thankful that they had somebody who stood next to them and walked them through the process. Because surgery is a, probably one of the more traumatic things that we go right. through as, as humans. Right. Now, Mark, this is fascinating, right? So it feels like you're, you know, you're ushering in and leading the charge on the convergence of like four, almost like four disruptive principles, right? You know, one is like, feels like it's a money ball approach to surgical or a really good statistical probability based uh, approach to making sure that the best best surgeon for the best for the surgery for the person at the best time, scalable empathy, converge with the the you know the self insured movement, but also you know from a value based perspective. All in all, you know you're helping improve productivity, reduce costs all around. So super fascinating right. business that you're leading there. What's one thing in what you're working on today and leading the charge on that you're seeing that really is capturing your fascination? And maybe it's not related to the services you're offering, but, you know, so, so much going on in healthcare. What is capturing your attention most and is most like, you know, your biggest obsession in health right now? Well, there's a there's a big shift happening happening today with large self-funded employers mm -hmm. and they realize they always knew, but I think they're realizing and taking action that they have the power to shift the conversation from just providing a healthcare plan to really shifting to providing quality care. Mm -hmm. And you see these large employers today, you know, they've moved from where they were just increasing employee contributions, shifting to high deductible plans, cutting down the, the choices, carving things out to today where they're saying, look, we have the power to keep employees healthy. We have the power to manage diseases efficiently. And we have the power to connect employees with high quality care. Mm -hmm. And we can't get that from our traditional PPO program. Mm -hmm. All of those things are in there, but people don't know how to get to it. And the employer is saying, I need to take the bull by the horns here and make sure that's happening. Right. And you see things like they are, they are, Managing diseases. Look what Lavongo has done, stepping in and managing diabetes for these large employers. Right. You look. I, I look at what we're doing. We're stepping in and saying we can help you and guide members into these high quality situations. Look what Walmart is doing, saying we are now going to send orthopedics into a dis, into a distinct number of centers around the country. And if our employees choose not to go there, they will have financial detriment. We have to have them go into these centers because we know this is where they're going to get the best care and where we know uh, that employee is going to be back to work more quickly. That employee is going to be healthier, happier, and we have been more efficient and effective in doing it. So that excites me today 
to see these, and, and, and particularly Walmart, Lowe's, they're in the news talking about what they are doing directly. And it, it inspires me because it's what we're doing for co- collectively for other employers who don't have the size mm-hmm. that a Walmart does to go out and do that on their own. So that's very exciting. Mm-hmm. I think it's also really exciting today to see that providers, so the surgeons and hospitals, have been specializing and transitioning for for years. They're they're highly engaged as as never before in competitively shifting to quality and mm-hmm. developing and adopting best practices. So you see facilities saying we are now a total joint center. Yes, we do general healthcare, but our specialty is total joint. Our specialty is heart. Other specialties around around women's health, and we build teams that challenge each other to to deliver that care more effectively, um, you know, more efficiently. Uh, they've 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 shown that they can get the cost down and the quality up by doing what they do extremely well, and that's very exciting. And then also, it's driving this transparency in both price and cost, which are two different components, and then clinical outcomes is to see, okay, at what price am I getting and am I getting a better outcome for the price? Right. You know, can can somebody really deliver that better outcome at a lower cost for me and how do I access it? And so that's very exciting, I think, right now to see those shifts going on in the marketplace. I love it. I love it. No, it's it's exciting shift that you're leading, and uh, you're 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 converging. You know, it's not a, you're not running a copy and paste business, right? This is a new innovative business, optimizing right. against these trends. And you know, a a lot of our listeners are are you know a lot of our listeners are starting to do similar, right? They're doing kind of new things, small little tweaks that haven't been done before, which bears with it opportunity, bears with it potentially some challenge. Tell me a little bit about leadership. What what's the difference that makes the, the difference in, in in leadership? So say you you know you had a, a budding group of potential new digital health tech or health tech or you know health related organization leaders, and they're about to go into the real world and lead organizations. What's what are some tips that you would have for them? What are some differences that make the difference, or some routines that are really really important, or mindsets to uh, to be a leader in this in this modern world? Well, um, I have a little sign on my desk here. It says, there is no limit to what a man can do or where he can go if he doesn't mind who gets the credit. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think that's really important as a leader that you know our job is to pull the best out in the people that, that we bring in uh, to uh, in, you know inspire them. And you inspire them by asking them their opinions, by holding them accountable. Uh, to deliver and, and taking ownership for what they deliver, and they they, they thrive in that kind of an environment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, so I don't know if that if that's answering your question, yeah. but it's, yeah, for it sure. is. Uh, you know the you know the days of sitting in your office. Um, you know, I I stand at a stand up desk just like everybody else in this company, and and uh, my door is well, I have a door. Most people don't. I have one, so I can do things like this. But it's it's always open, and I spend a lot of time with our folks, um, finding out from them what they think mm-hmm. before I tell them what I think. 
And um, uh, I find that that really inspires their confidence in me, but it also inspires their creativity and their ability to really talk about what they think is best for this business. We're a small company uh, that has grown rapidly over the last few years, and that's the only way we've been able to achieve that growth is uh, to get the most out of our people and to have them really engaged. The other thing that really helps here is that we share with them the feedback we get from our patients that we're managing. And that inspires people here because our model is transparent. You can see every dollar that is flowing through on a surgery that we're managing. And there's no, there's, there's nothing hidden. And our folks are working in a company where everyone's winning. The surgeon's winning, the employee, the, the patient is winning. They're getting a high quality surgery. The employer is winning. They're getting they're getting high satisfaction from their plan members who are thanking them for the for the service that's been provided. Mm-hmm. And uh, and our folks sit there and go, I feel good about that. We don't get calls of people complaining. Right. We get calls of, I, I want more surgeries. I want you to do more surgeries. And the, those employees saying, thank you for helping me through this surgery for through a very difficult period of time. I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And that, 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 that mindset I think is really important, you know, in this modern world to kind of pieces, uh, these, uh, these modules together, right. You're collating a lot of really, um, you know, powerful concepts in, in this, in this market. So, you know, the gravity of the self-insure that phenomenon value-based, um, you know, are, are, is great, but you know, you need to be able to, you know, as you and I know, a business is made out of people, right? So people first process. Right and technology right and so um along those lines i guess you know you guys are doing some interesting things you know i see bridge health really you know creating a fixture in this in this uh category right and be a category leader um you know even more right you know as we go into the future but along those lines of the future tell us tell us your tell us your vision of the future mark so what's the future of healthcare according to mark Sure. Well, um, first of all, I would say that new ground is being broken every day. Um, you know, there, there's been long held thinking that, oh, consumers are too lazy or they're just not smart enough to understand healthcare. Uh, it's too complex. They won't get it. Uh, they won't advocate for themselves. We're seeing that being busted apart. Um, we see many other companies that are in, you know, managing certain diseases and other things. We find that when you can engage that member and share with them what their options are, not tell them what to do, share with them what the options are. Are you aware that you can get a better outcome for a knee at this facility than this one? And we, you know, you, you start sharing that with them. They perk up and they pay attention because mm-hmm. they want to call quality outcome. They've just never had any line of sight to it right so they can buy surgery just like they do buy a tv and we've always said they, they wouldn't be able to do it and i would argue that that i can tell you that when we get a call from somebody 68 percent of those people will go to the bridge health option mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when they learn that this quality approach is available to them that's happening across the business that makes me very excited for the future because we have a health crisis in the country and we have to engage people at as many points of entry as we can, um, you know, to make sure they they have the information. 
it can make the right decisions for themselves. And we find that when you give them that information, uh, they will they will act on it. And we have we have uh, you know I have listened for years where um, in our industry we've said no they won't understand no they won't do it. The other thing is that we we have. In, in our model, oftentimes that member may have to go to a different city to have the surgery done because it's either not available in a local area or it is a better outcome is available to them somewhere else. And people said they will never travel. Mm-hmm. Albertson is one of our big clients. They just presented at the National Business Group on Health last week. They did a survey of, of their um I think they did. They surveyed forty-five thousand of their employees, and seventy-seven percent of them said, "If I knew there was a better option and it involved travel, I would do it." Seventy-seven mm. percent. Wow. We see our plan members. We we've figured out how to get them on an airplane with a with a uh, traveling companion to go have a surgery and to return home happy, healthier, and healed. And um, and so we say. We don't want their zip code to be a limitation to their access to quality care. They can get it. And, and 20 years ago, 30 years ago, you needed surgery. You just went to your local hospital. That doesn't right. happen. That It doesn't have to happen today. And then the other thing is that um, um, there, there's been a long-held notion that you know plan sponsors are just going to let the large insurance company who's administering their plan determine the destiny of that plan and these large plant sponsors are saying those days are over i need you to i need access to a broad panel of of providers but i'm going to bring other people in that are going to guide my members through there and do what's best not just for the plan for the plan sponsor who's paying the bill but for the member to make sure that they are getting to the right place the first time and that's very exciting and i think that trend is going to continue um, we see, you know, as we all have access to digital tools, we all like to go on and, and sort of investigate and look at my options. If we can bring those options to people clearly and simply, they will act on it. Right. Right. I love it. I love it. Yeah. You know, it boils down to access options and, you know, these are the way our brains are working these days. And so, you know, Bridge Health focusing in this area and ushering in, uh, you know, supporting just the way our brains work. It's just, it's, it's so interesting how some industries just don't want to shift to the way that people are doing things now and want, want to be able to, you know, commerce and, and, and exchange right. and, and do things. And so, it, 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 you know, it's refreshing to hear your empathy in this new growing, fast growing market. Um, I have one more question for you. Um, before I do, I guess, what's a good way for people to find you online or engage with you or if they would like to reach out to you, Mark? Um, they can reach me. Uh, the best place to reach me is by uh, email, which is mstadler at bridgehealth.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My cell phone is always with me, 972-213-2829. They can connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, I don't do Facebook. I'm the grandfather of seven kids now, and my kids all told me, I said, Dad, you got to stop posting pictures of the grandkids. So I left Facebook. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. No worries. All good, all good, Mark. Um, Mark, that's um, – so, you know, my last question – 
uh, is more along the lines of kind of like the how, right? So tell me a little bit, you meant, you mentioned, you hinted upon one, like the standing desk, which, you know, by the way, high, like virtual high five here. Um, I'm, I, I'm a big standing first person. I've got my Lululemon yoga mat. I take off my shoes. I'm wearing shoes right now. So I just want to be professional here, but yeah. usually I stay in my office on a yoga mat. I've got my portable standing desk, which is an elevate thing that you put in your bag and you fold it and it's I'll, I'll send you a picture and a link to it but tell me about something else in health and wellness your well-being regimen on a morning routine basis weekly basis that really works for you helps you stay resilient helps you stay focused and you know when you're doing it you're just like I'm firing on all cylinders you know I'm, I'm ready to take on the world no fear tell me a little bit about you know that one thing that's really working for you I get up every morning the same time I make my bed I take a shot of MCT oil mm. I walk five miles I come home I have a healthy breakfast I drink a bunch of water I go to work I stand and sit throughout the day mm. um, we've taken all the vending machines out of our office we have fresh fruit you know filtered water for everybody and uh, and really you know we've got this kind of really cool healthy coffee choice for people Mm -hmm. So we try to model that for folks, but that morning walk for me, it does two things. One, it reminds me to put myself first, that it's okay. Right. Take care of myself, clear my head, think about what I need to do through throughout the day. And I go through the day knowing that by putting myself, giving myself some time in the morning, I can give everybody else the rest of my time throughout the day. Right. And then um, limit your alcohol and eat healthy and limit your sugar and all that kind of stuff. That's what works for me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, I, and uh, spend a lot of time with my family. I love it. I love it. You know, like 80% of what you just mentioned, I try and stick to as well myself too. Interesting about the MCT oil. I, I got off the MCT oil a little bit, um, you know, not too long ago. I, I, I want to get back on it. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been doing the fasting thing lately. Um, but yeah. uh but, uh, Mark, this is phenomenal. Yeah, no, I appreciate you breaking down your regimen. It's something that I try and mention, you know, talk about a little bit more these days because, you know, once you have your, you know, you have a series of events that have made you to who you are today, you're focusing on your organization, you're, you know, you're, you're a leader and ushering things in, you know, a lot of people are also interested in like the little tips and, and things needed to support that mindset, right? You know, the mindset comes first, right? And then you're just trying to really figure out like, how do I, how do I live optimally here? And so, Mark, this was awesome. This was great. Thank you for making time. I'm sure you have to run to a couple of other series of meetings or or, or stand for them, right? But um, but Mark, uh, this was uh, this was great. Thank you so much. And to our listeners out there, this is the Pop Health Show. This is for people that have a strong passion for making people healthier in this world. Mark, again, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.